0: So this week, uh, I was at an all-day-long meeting in Waterloo. I'm part of an archdiocesan committee that's talking about how do we revitalize the spirituality of our parishes. And so earlier in the week, I was reflecting and praying over these scriptures about uh, the harvest is rich, but the laborers are few. And I thought, I need a help wanted sign. So uh, when I got done with the meeting in Waterloo, I went to where everybody would go to, Walmart. They had all kinds of signs. No help wanted signs. So I thought, okay, so then I went to Menards. Say big money at Menards. No help wanted signs. So on the way out of town, there's a place that I've done business with, the signage place. And I went in and said, Hey, you guys got a help wanted sign? No, we don't have any. So wouldn't you know it pays to shop local? I went to the hardware store, Toms and Edgewood, and oh, we got all kinds of them. So I don't know what that says, certainly about the economy and not being able to find workers, but anyway, help on it. So this is the deal, what I've been thinking about. So we have this, this, these images of the shepherd and the sheep and harvest. And so I've been thinking about, in my own life, uh, the influences that, that I've had. And so as somebody who grew up in the 50s and 60s, I'm 68, born in 55, So we were part of a middle-class, really a lower middle-class parish on the east side of Waterloo. And uh, probably about this size of this parish. We had uh, mostly Rath and uh, Henson's, and uh, John Deere's was just getting started in those days. And and, um, we had three priests and a housekeeper. We had 20 nuns in the convent that taught between our grade school and a Columbus High School at the time, which was relatively new. But even back in those days, I remember that my idea of a parish, that you were known by the community. So some of you know Dr. Mark Hauser. He's not at Mass, so I can talk about him. Um, he's a vet in, in Edgewood. We were high school classmates, and he was from the west side of town. <laughs> I was from the east side. Back. So my experience was... Was Our our parish was really our extended family. So now, some 60 years later, shepherding has changed, huh? So this is information that I just got this week. Out of 71 pastors now, we have 29 priests have one parish. 14 have two. 12 have three. Nine have four. Five have five. You know who one of those is. And two have six. So not only has shepherding changed, but so have the flocks. So 17 of our parishes in the Archdiocese of Dubuque are stand alone, not connected to any place else. 30% are linked, and 53% are clustered like us, so over half. Some other things, though, that have changed is that Going to Mass on the weekend, Mass attendance now has looked at just kind of one of the things that we might do on the weekend. One of the things we might do on the weekend. Not so when I was growing up. In fact, by sixth, seventh grade, I was playing three Masses a weekend, to which my dear departed Lutheran dad said, I don't know why you just don't live up there. I fixed him. <laughs> <laughs> But as we listen to people, I've been making, someday I'll put it in the bullets, I've been making a list of all the excuses I've heard about mass attendance since I've come to these seven parishes. You will be horrified. I'm going to put it on the front of the bulletin one of these days. Of the things that with a straight face people have said to me. But really, one of the big changes that I see, at least from my growing up experience, is that it's now about convenience over being committed to community. Convenience. Convenience instead of being committed to community. And there is a real sense of, of, of poverty of Catholic faith because one of the things that happened with the ecumenical movement, which was a great thing, is we found out that, oh, other people have communion, so therefore we think that everybody's communion is the same. It's not. We celebrated that on Corpus Christi. And then, when COVID happened to make a little dent in our world, it really accelerated things that were already happening. So it made people consider, well, what is church anyway? It's a great question. What is the Eucharist? Because a lot of churches have communion, Father. I went to this church and they had communion. And, of course, then there's online opportunities. And I don't need to tell you that the great thing about that is you can find better preaching. You can even find better music if you look long enough. But there's one thing you can't find, and that is the Eucharist and us being connected together as people in faith. So the harvest is still rich, but the laborers are fewer. I had lunch about a month ago with a Protestant pastor, a friend of mine, and in their denomination, he said by about 2025, 30% of their churches Will be without pulpits, will be without people to preach. 30%. So, why do you think we did a synod survey of which our pastorate was almost at the top of the list of responses of the whole archdiocese? That's why we're doing that. And that's why the councils, your parish elected leaders, have been working on three vitality goals. For every parish. And in fact we've got a big meeting coming up the twenty seventh of this month to kinda take a look at what does that really mean. Folks, this is the time. This is the time. And this Monday we began a three-day clergy convocation for us that will help us to take a look at as clergy to give some input into what's going on. Like, you know, our priest welfare document, which was done 20 years ago and went out the window because nobody worries about the priest's welfare anymore but when we put that together it said that that we should maybe do two masses a weekend at the very most three and I think that there are 40% of us that have four a weekend. Now you may think well Father you don't have anything else to do just have mass you know well last week a week ago I had 12 masses that week and you have to prepare for each one. I'm not complaining, but I want you to understand that shepherding is changing. So where does that leave you? Well, it leaves you with the last line of the gospel. And the last line of the gospel, Jesus says, without cost you have received, without cost you are to give. And so the sign is still valid, but this isn't just for Stephen Kessler, This is for you. We need help. What are you gonna do?